0: Oh, yeah, here I am, the original H-B-I-C, Katie motherfucking Boyd. I am continuing the journey into the fifth dimension today. That's right, honey. That's where I desire to live. Not the third, not the fourth, but fifth dimensional reality or higher. I mean, right now I'm just pretty much aiming for the fifth dimension. Let's be honest. (laughs) I don't know if I'm ready to give up my body and become a fucking being of light, even though I know I am a being of light, but my tits still look good. I'm 40 and my tits still look good. I'm not ready to give up my tits. (laughs) So I have been getting such freaking amazing feedback about the Ambitious podcast over the last couple of weeks, people are so into this like whole escaping the matrix situation. So I'm going to just keep rolling with it because I have to give the people what they desire because I know that I was put here on this planet to wake people the fuck up. That is my job. That is my mission. That is the reason why my little meat puppet decided to incarnate here. During this time on Earth, so I really want to focus today, and my intention is to focus today on explaining the differences between the third, fourth, and fifth dimension. Because like people are getting it, but not a hundred percent. Like they don't know where they are, and they, and I think that they want to know where they are. Because I think sometimes it helps like listen i don't like labels they actually piss me off but like we're over that i'm like i gotta move on but i think sometimes it's nice to know like where you're at because when you know where you're at then you know where you desire to go and like you know that you have to adopt certain practices and precepts and principles just like i talk about in ambitious the book right the six life makers and breakers that is how you live in the fifth dimensional reality by adopting those precepts and principles of living an ambitious lifestyle. So today we're going to go deeper down the rabbit hole, deeper down the rabbit hole, into what are the differences between the third and the fourth and the fifth dimensions. Okay, so let's just get right on that baloney pony and let's ride that motherfucker into the sunset. Okay, here we go when going through the process of a spiritual awakening which i went through my spiritual awakening around 2011 2012 so it was like right around the time uh oh my god i'll tell a story here we go it's story time here on the ambitious podcast everybody pull up a comfy cozy and take a listen okay so in 2010 2012 like those those three years, they were pretty fucked up times for me. They were beautiful times, but they were really, 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 really fucked up times. So I was in a relationship with someone for five years and they cheated on me and they cheated on me with someone very close and near and dear to my heart. So that was like pretty fucked up and it broke, it broke me. Um, I had like a literal nervous breakdown. Like now that I think about it, I definitely went nuts a little bit. I was running my all-women's health and wellness studio in Wellesley, Massachusetts, called Katie Boyd's Misfit Club. I was working from like, you know, five o'clock in the morning till 10 o'clock at night every day. Um, I was trying to, you know, take care of my pet, right? Take care of my relationship with the person I was dating at the time. Um, Obviously, as you know, they were cheating on me. I was just about to turn 30 years old, so I turned um I turned 30 years old in 2011, so February 18th, 2011 I turned 30 years old. And I'll never forget it. It was my 30th birthday party and really close friends of mine like threw me this like awesome party and I just remember going to the party that night and like just feeling like some 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 shit's about to go down. And I remember like at the time I we were like, you know, getting wasted and partying our tits off and we left my party and went to another bar where pretty much a really good friend of mine's husband got jumped at the bar. Um I remember like riding in the ambulance with them to the fucking hospital. I was like, I cannot believe I'm spending my fucking 30th birthday in a hospital in Boston cuz my friend's husband just got jumped at this bar. And I then I left the hospital and I remember Going to my other friend's house and I was parked in her parking garage of her apartment. And I went into my purse to get my Range Rover keys and they were gone. And I was like, what the fuck? Like, are you fucking kidding me? Like, I lost my keys. Are you joking me? So I text my friend and she's like, no, I took your keys because, you know, you were wasted. And I was like, okay, well, I'm not wasted anymore. <laughs> I need to drive home. And I ended up like thinking I was gonna have to sleep like in the parking garage, because at the time, like there was no Uber, like that was like not a thing. And it was literally like three or four in the morning. And I was just like, didn't know what the fuck I was doing. So my other friend who lived there in the apartment, I called her and she picked up and she let me in. And I remember sleeping on her couch with like all my fucking extensions in, dressed like a hooker, and just being like, What the fuck am I doing with my fucking life? Okay, that that was bad. Then Fast forward a couple weeks, I met my husband, which didn't know he was going to be my husband. And then I started filming my reality television show, Wicked Fit, on E and Style and Bravo under NBC Universal. And I just remember like all of these things like my boyfriend cheating on me meeting my husband, having like that fucking dark night of the soul at my 30th birthday and saying to myself, like, what the fuck am I doing with my life? If this is all that there is, if it's just like eating and drinking and fucking and sleeping and dressing like a slut, like I, if this is like all that there is, just fucking take me now, God. And I mean it. Like I was that fucked up. Like I was so depressed. I was like, what am I doing? And people will be like, oh, cry me a river. You know, look at you. You have this perfect life and you had a television show and all this shit. It doesn't fucking matter. Okay. I know that I'm blessed and I worked my ass off to get to where I was at that moment, but I was just like in this place where I was like, this is so three-dimensional. I didn't know that that's what it was called at the time, but I was just like, if this is all that there is, is that all there is? Is that all there is? Do you remember that song? It was like from the 1940s or 50s.
1: And I was just like,
0: this is not all there is. There has to be more. And then when I met my husband. Um, I remember like going on a date with him and, uh, he was just like the nicest guy. And I was like, so not used to nice guys. I was like, just used to dating like fucking losers and abusers and just narcissists and pricks and fuck faces and jerk offs my whole entire life. Um, so when I met him, I was like, this guy's going to be like an ax murderer or something because I feel like he's going to like chop me up and wear my skin. Like last year's fucking Versace spring 2020 collection. Like I really, that's what I thought. But the thing was, I was so not used to being treated nice by men (laughs) that I was like, "This guy's a creep." So I remember when we went on our first date, I I made my friend go with with us. It was. (laughs) I know you're probably like sitting where you are listening to this, going, "Really, Katie?" Yes, I was so fucked up from relationship after relationship being so bad that I was like, "Hey, if you want me to date this guy, you have to go on a date with us." And I remember going on the date with him. And like trying to scare him off. Um, I got bollicky bare ass drunk at lunch. Um, I showed him a picture of my shit. This is a true story. Like when I was younger, I used to take pictures of my shit and just like, we, I would. <laughs> this is so fucked up. But I would take pictures of my shit and I would like text it to my friends like, oh my God, look at this shit. And they would text me pictures of their shit. I know it's fucking gross, but whatever. It was fun at the time. And I remember being like, oh, if I show him a picture of my shit, like he'll definitely scare him away. And he was like, whoa, that's a big shit. And I was like, fuck. He's, he likes it. Maybe he's a fecophiliac. See, maybe that's his problem. Maybe he's like, eats shit, or he wants me to shit on his chest when we have sex, or like, he like, shies a porn. Like, I don't know. <laughs> Whatever. So he brought me back um, to work the day of our bollocky, bare-ass, drunk date. Yes, I went back to work. That's right. This is who I used to be. And he said to me, hey, I want to take you on a real date. And I was like, um, God, fuck me. okay. And he's like, look at your schedule and and tell me times. And I was like, I'm really booked. (laughs) I'm really booked. And this was in like, I don't know, March or something, like early March. It was right after my birthday. It was right after my birthday fiasco. And I opened my like old school day planner and I was like, how about April 20th? Thinking like, are you serious, bitch? Like I'm going to have to wait six weeks to talk to you and go on a date with you thinking like, again, I'd scare him away. Nope. He was like, perfect. I'll I'll meet you at Mistral in Boston at such and such a time, blah, 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 blah. Whatever. So when I went on uh, the first real date with him, okay, I remember my friend was getting married and we were looking at wedding venues that day. And then I had to go to see my entertainment lawyer and whatever. And I remember going to get my makeup done and my hair done. And I remember like being with my friend and talking to her and she's like, you know, what do you think about this guy? I'm like, I don't know. He's a fucking putz probably. Who cares? Like, I don't even give a fuck. I just want to be a hoe and just bang everybody and just party my tits off. Like, I don't even care about my life anymore. I was just in a really bad place. And I remember she looked at me and this is a true story. She slapped me in the fucking face. Like we were sitting at a bar and at this hotel and she was looking at wedding venues, like I said, and she looked at me and she slapped me in the face and she goes, Katie, wake the fuck up. And this bitch was not woke at the time. I don't know. I don't, we don't talk anymore, but she probably is maybe hopefully woke now. But at the time it was just like God was like speaking through her and she slapped me in the face and she goes, Katie, this could be a free meal or this could be your husband. Like you don't know. So get in your fucking car and go. So I went. I was like, fine, fuck it. So I went and I remember walking in. And seeing him at the bar at Mistral, and I just was like, oh, fuck, here we go. Here we fucking go. So we had dinner. It was really fun, except he tried kissing me like three or four times at dinner. And I was like, buddy, back the fuck up. Like, you don't know me like that. Get away from me. I think he was just getting out of a marriage, and I think he was a little rusty. (laughs) So I, like, gave him, like, some props. I was like, okay. Um, But then... I remember him eating something and putting like the whole thing on his fork and just looking at him like, who the fuck is this barbarian? Like, I can't, I can't go out with this dude. So we had a nice night. Like it was a little awkward, but you know, I was like, whatever the fuck, I'm just going to drink my face off. So I drove home and I remember, okay, this is how long ago this was. I got in my Range Rover. I had just bought this brand new Range Rover Sport. It was brand new, hot off the presses because that's all I cared about back then what bag I was carrying, what car I was driving, who I was hanging out with, what I was doing, etc. Like, I thought I was some fucking socialite. And I remember getting in my car, and the Britney Spears Circus CD had just come out. <laughs> I'm aging the fuck out of myself, but it was a good CD. All eyes on me in the center of ring, just like a circus. Come on. It was good. It was good. Remember? All of the boys and all of the girls and all of the love you say, okay, Mary. Do you remember? Okay. Just, I'm just painting the picture for you. And I remember getting in my car and we didn't have, um, we had iPods back then, right? And I remember I just downloaded the whole entire circus um, album onto my iPod. And I was like, fuck it. I'm going to put this music on and I'm just going to drive home. And the fucking person, the valet, stole my iPod. So I was like ripped. I was like, what the fuck? And it was so late and like no one was even there anymore. So I couldn't even call anyone or, you know, whatever. So I was just like pissed off. And I remember driving home to my house. I was living in this really beautiful apartment complex at the time. It was like very high end. And I was like driving home my Range Rover and I was like so pissed off that some motherfucker stole my fucking iPod. It was hot pink and it just it had the new Britney Spears album on it. And I was probably going like 140 miles an hour on 128. And I got pulled over by the state trooper. I was like, fuck. And I had been drinking. This is I'm being so vulnerable and honest with you guys because like, this is who I was. I'm painting the three-dimensional picture. And I was driving home and I got st- stopped by the Stadies and they gave me like a 200 and something fucking dollar to speed and ticket. I was like, fuck. I was like, this day sucks. This guy is like cursed. Like he's a bad fucking omen, like whatever. So then I go home, I go to bed. And at like three in the morning, I wake up and I'm like, oh, I don't feel so well. Explosive diarrhea. Like I could paint the walls and puking at the same time. So literally sitting on the toilet, like dumb and dumber. My fucking legs are like up in the air. I'm like, like, like remember Finch in American Pie when they like gave him X-lax and he was like, like shitting. Like that was me. Legs up in the air, sweating puking into my fucking garbage can. And I just remember like being so fucking deliriously ill. And I was like, this motherfucker's cursed because I'm Portuguese and we believe in shit like that. Right. Okay. The next morning I wake up, it was the first time I had ever called into work sick. I had one of my girls at my studio cover for me and teach all my clients, train all my clients. And I called Matt and I was like, Matt, hi, good morning. It's Katie Boyd. Hi. Um, How are you feeling? And he's like, I feel great. I'm like golfing with like Marky Mark. I'm like, what the fuck? What the fuck? I go, I've been up all fucking night, all fucking night, puking and shitting and so sick. I must've got food poisoning. And he's like, I feel great. Oh my God. I'm so sorry. La la la. All this shit. I said, you know what you are? You know what you are? You're the fucking bad tiki from the Brady Bunch. I don't know if you guys are old enough to know about the bad tiki from the Brady Bunch, but if you aren't old enough, please Google that shit. Like... They go like the Brady Bunch goes to Hawaii and they steal this tiki, and then all this bad shit omen starts happening to them. Like, I think Greg got hit in the head with like a surfboard, there was like a spider incident, like, it was very, very messy. And I just like equated that night to the like stealing the bad tiki in Hawaii. Little did I know, like, five years later, four years later, he and I would be getting married in Maui, in Hawaii. Like, so this is where my story is parlaying into the higher dimensions of reality, because I was living in higher dimensions of reality uh, on on a different dimensional plane back then. I just was still so deeply ingrained into the third dimension, right? So I don't know why I got on this tangent. (laughs) <laughs> but I wanted to tell you guys like how far I've come because I think that so many of you guys email me and you inbox me and you're you know you're on my Mighty Networks app and you're like, Katie, I don't understand. Like, how do I get there? Dude, it is, it is a journey. You can't just snap your fingers and go to the fifth dimension. You have to learn through adversity and your best teacher is pain. And let me tell you something, my friend. That year, I had so much fucking pain from the cheating, from the this, from the that, all these different things, you know, like having a reality television show, even though it looks super fucking glamorous, it come it came with so much strife. You know, I remember people tweeting me like, you're fat, you're fucking ugly, go kill yourself. I mean, like, I was not ready for that. Because I had never experienced that in my life. I mean, I had been bullied and stuff when I was younger, but no one told me to go fucking kill myself. No one called me all these names. I had just never, ever experienced anything like that. And I went into like a really fucking deep depression. So why why am I telling the story? Because I want you all to understand where I came from and who I am now, and that you can get to this place. You can attain these higher levels of reality. I promise you, but you have to do the work. Like, that is why I'm here week after week speaking this victory into you. Do you think it's like fun for me right now? I'm sitting in my fucking robe. My butthole is like numb from sitting on the floor of my closet, but I'm like, I have to do this because I know that this is my mission. So if you guys believe in the Ambitious Movement and the Ambitious Podcast, like, please, please, please share this with as many people as you can. Like, tag me on Instagram. Like, I'm not on Facebook anymore, but like, just please, like, post this bring awareness like copy the link wherever you're listening to this and and send it to friends email it to people text it to people like be part of the transition team to help other people live life ambitiously and wake up to this fifth dimensional reality because I'm telling you right now 98% of the human population is living the way I lived in 2011 when I just had my spiritual awakening and I know how hard it was for me and I'm a strong ass bitch Can you imagine the people out there that do not have the tools that we have to awaken and to use when things get hard and difficult and tough and overwhelming and scary? If you're here and you're listening, you are part of the transition team and to help people awaken to the fifth dimensional reality and to help them live life ambitiously. Don't keep this all to yourself. Don't keep this all to yourself. Share it okay? So that's the reason why I told you this funny story. Obviously, I want to entertain you because I want you to come on this podcast and laugh. I also want you to know that I was a fucking shit show before. And I still have my shit show moments, don't get me wrong. But 98% of my life is living lived in the fifth dimensional reality. So today, I want you all to hear me. And my intention for all of you is to really take this in and question, like, where am I? Am I in the third dimension? Am I in the fourth dimension? Am I in the fifth dimension? Am I oscillating and vacillating in between these dimensions? And how do we get to that higher dimension of reality, right? So when we're going through our spiritual awakening, like I said, mine was like in 2011, 2012, which most spiritual experts say that that's when the timeline started jumping into the age of Aquarius, which is where we are now, right? So they a lot of people... um, And the spiritual community say that the age of Aquarius was really started when that Mayan calendar situation happened on December 21st, 2012. Um, But, you know, if you listen to the age of Aquarius, you know, that song from the fifth dimension, hello, they sing about the age of Aquarius and in the fifth dimension. And I think that they were like from the sixties. So they were already talking about what the age of Aquarius was all about. So they were like, the four bearers of this is the age of aquarius this is what's going to happen right um i am actually going to do a sound healing on my instagram this week all about the age of aquarius so check that out and just hear hear the song hear the lyrics of the song so you understand what i'm talking about okay So sooner or later, we're confronted with the fact that there seems to be more dimensions than just the one reality that we're living in and that we know so well, right? We know the third dimension like the back of our hand, right? We get up, we take a piss, we have a cup of coffee, we scratch our hairy fucking birds, we check our Instagram, we check our Facebook, then, you know, like we force ourselves to take a dump, then we have like a shitty little breakfast, usually from like Dunkin' Donuts or some crappy place, and then we drive to work. And we go to work in our little shitty jobs that we hate, but it's just like, hey, it makes us money. And then our relationships are all like who you know and who you blow. And they're not deep spiritual relationships. And, you know, we have problems with our family. We have problems with our relationships. We have lack money mindset. We have no fucking boundaries. We just like let everyone throw us over a barrel and like put it up our ass. And that is living in the third dimension. And then we come home at night and we drink ourselves into a stupor and we watch Netflix and then we double click our mouse and then we fucking go to bed. Sounds like hell to me. (laughs) That is like fucking sitting in purgatory. It's like literally sitting in Beetlejuice's waiting room. Like I have a fucking bone in my neck. I have a little head. I got bitten by a shark. I choked on a bone. Come on. No. So when we have these spiritual awakenings, we really start to question our life and what used to be true for all of us. And all of a sudden, that truth that we knew so well, it just starts crumbling, And that's usually when we have what we call in the spiritual world, the dark night of the soul. And the higher dimensional energies are calling upon us, we start to resonate with those higher dimensions of frequencies. And then what happens is we go on the quest to find out more about who we truly are. We learn about universal energies and we learn about different frequencies of vibration and what ascending to higher levels of reality really mean to us. And, you know, an energetic shift from 3D to 5D happens by raising our vibrational frequencies to a much higher level and transmute lower frequencies of fear into unconditional love. And we get to a point where there is no fear and nothing can trigger us. If anything can trigger you, you are living in the third and sometimes the fourth dimension. Nothing can trigger you. In the fifth dimensional reality, like I have things that happen to me all the time. Every day I have clients like, I want to cancel my membership because, you know, I just, I'm not using it. And I'm like, cause you're a fucking loser. And because you are a self-saboteur and you're not taking fucking responsibility for your shit, even though I'm giving you as your mentor and as your coach, everything that you need come up to the fifth dimensional reality, honey, do your work but they don't want to. They want to stay in the third dimension. And that's okay because only 2% of the population is really going to shift up to the higher vibrational frequencies. So, you know, as we go on this journey, we come across a lot of information and we're learning a lot about ourselves, which can be very, um, it can be so fun and it's like so exciting, but it also can be exhausting, exhausting, exhausting. A question that often keeps us busy is how to differentiate between the dimensions. So to to understand the different dimensions and how they feel like better, let's take a look. Let's break them down individually. Okay, so the third dimension. Because we're living in a material world, (laughs) like remember that song? Like, because we are living in a material world, and I am a material girl, you know. Remember that song? I used to love that song when I was a little girl, and I remember Madonna was dressed in that pink dress, just like in the movie, Gen- gentlemen prefer blondes like Marilyn Monroe. She's like, a kiss on the hand, and she's got all the money, and she's like, diamonds are a girl's best friend. Yeah. You know what's a girl's best friend? Meditation. You know what a girl's best friend is? Eating high vibrational foods, drinking water, meditating, praying, going to sleep on time, taking your supplements, not hanging out with a bunch of assholes. <laughs> That's what's a girl's best friend, okay? But in the third dimension, you know, Madonna describes how she will only go out with guys that have money and that buy her things and how she fears losing her money once she got into that state of possession, right? So the third dimension is all about material, accumulating material, and living in fear of losing the material that we accumulate. We don't trust people because they could take our wealth away from us. So we try to reach power over others to be in a stronger position. We define ourselves on this plane by what we possess and what we do for a living. So when someone says to you in the third dimension, Oh, what do you do for a living? I could say, Oh, I'm a coach. I'm a spiritual coach. And in the fifth dimension, like I don't do anything for a living. I just am. I'm just here. Really, truly, my, my, my living is not about money. It's about waking up every day and knowing that I'm here for this mission as part of the transitional team to the fifth dimension. And my mission here is to wake people up. That's it. I don't care about money because money, money in the fifth dimension just comes to you because you are giving so much service and so much value and so much love. It's not. It's the opposite in the third dimension. It's like, you give me money and then I'll give you service. No, 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 no. In the fifth dimensional reality, it's, I'm going to give you so much love and so much service and so much value, and I realize that the money will come. And that's where I'm at right now, and I hope that you get there. But if you don't, oh, well, not my problem. So we believe that death is something painful, also in the third dimension, and that it's dark and it's infinite. We believe that we live one life and that's it. We believe this world to be a place of lack and scarcity. And therefore, we think we have to fight hard for our well-being because there is not enough for everyone. We think that life is supposed to be a competition with winners and losers. We think it's okay to lie because everyone does it in this game. And we are convinced that we have to be right about things. So it's like, I'm right, you're wrong, and that's great, and I win. The end. And it's that hustle culture. But in the fifth dimension, it's about aligning and resonating. It's not about hustle. Like when people say like, um, oh my God, like I had a bat, I battled this thing. Like when people say like, I'm battling cancer or I'm fighting for this or I'm doing that, they're living in the third dimensional reality. So we believe in certain roles, like we believe in gender roles in the third dimension So we believe that men are like the strong providers and the fighters and they bring home the bacon and women are like the weak mothering caretakers. And this has been changing with the rise of the feminine during the past decades, which is the age of Aquarius. Age of Aquarius is all about the rise of the feminine. And really the, the balance and the integration of the masculine and the feminine. So when I say the age of Aquarius is the rise of the feminine, I don't mean that the, that there's no masculine energy because without the masculine energy, we don't have integration. We don't have balance. And that's what we really truly desire in these higher dimensions of reality, right? So with regards to relationship and sex, we believe that we cannot be whole without another person. One time, a good friend of mine, uh, her husband was going away on a work trip, and I go, oh, it's going to be so weird for you to, to be by yourself. And she goes, I'm not by myself. I'm with me. And I was like, oh my God, this bitch. Yes, queen. Yes, you're not alone. You aren't alone. You have yourself. And you have your spirit guides, but that's a whole other podcast. We, we experience joy very rarely. So joy is like fleeting. And in the fifth dimensional reality, we we it's joy 24-7. There is no unhappiness. And when you feel unhappy or you feel um, sad or whatever, you're doing shit that does not align and resonate with where your soul is vibrating and where your physical being is vibrating. And that's like an alarm clock that's like, warning, warning, going back to the third dimension, help yourself do the things that you need to do to take it to the next level. Come on, get your shit together. That's my best alarm voice. So- in situations of breathtaking beauty, whether it's nature or during an orgasm, these are the rare moments that take us into the now, right? Like when you are like in a relationship with someone and you guys are having like sex, right? Or you're making love, whatever the fuck you want to call it. Whatever you kids are calling fucking nowadays. Like, You know when you're like having sex and you're like so in the moment, you're just like, oh my God, like I could just die right now because this is everything. You feel like that in the fifth dimension all the time. Or when you're like on vacation, like say you're like, you know, on vacation and you're like, oh my God, I've never seen the ocean like this. Or I've never seen this kind of beauty, you know, majesty of this mountain. You feel like that all the time. Like I can literally walk out into my front yard and be like, Oh, or I could have like a coffee in the morning and be like, oh, this is the best coffee I've ever had in my life. Even though I've been drinking the same coffee for like 10 years, right? Like that is how you live in the, in the fifth re- dimensional reality. So if you only have these little moments of like jizzing in your pants or seeing shit that's beautiful and feeling it take your breath away, you're living in the third dimension. So... In the, in the third dimension, it's all about ego, right? And we're so used to the ego that we don't question whether it's normal that we spend all of our time in the past or in the future. Remember, they always say, if you're living in the past, you're depressed. If you're always worried about the future, you have anxiety and that is all caused by the ego's construct. When you're in the fifth dimensional reality, there is no depression, there is no anxiety because you're in this higher dimension of reality. And when you feel depressed, like I said before, you have anxiousness, you're living in these lower levels of frequency and you might be bouncing back to the third dimension. That's time to be like, okay, okay, no, no, no. I can't feel like this because I'm living in the, I'm living in the fifth dimension. This is, this is an alarm. What am I doing wrong? And that's your, that's your wake-up call. And you're going to have hundreds and thousands of those. So the ego plays the should have, could have, would have game in the past or jumps into the future playing the let's create scenarios game to be prepared for any possibility. We don't see that the only real place to be in is right now. And humans in the third dimension crave physical sex so much because that is the only opportunity for them to experience the merging of the masculine and the feminine energies in perfect balance. That is the root cause for this desire. In the third dimension, we do not understand that this is where the neediness for a partner comes from. We don't understand that we can create this wholeness for ourselves, but, and, and let me just stop for a second, when we create this wholeness for ourselves, then your other half arrives because you're showing the universe that you don't have that lack mindset anymore and the universe is like, oh, isn't she a good tube? Let's send her that guy with a big old dick. Know what I'm saying? That's fifth dimensional reality big old dicks. Okay. (laughs) So (laughs) we can't, we not only can, but must master sexual energy to access the higher dimensions of reality. We cannot imagine that sexual desires can change from the need to a sharing. So there's in the third dimension, it's like, I have to have sex to feel like someone loves me and i have to have sex to feel like someone's connected to me but in the fifth dimension you have sex because it's like this it's just like this integration of the male and female energies it's beautiful and it, and i'm not saying male and female like you're you know if you're a lesbian or you're gay or you're poly or you're bi or whatever the fuck you are i'm not saying like man and woman having sex is the only way i'm saying it's an energetic vibrational frequency. When you have sex with someone, it is the merging of the divine feminine and divine masculine energies. It's not like the dick and the pussy. Do you know what I'm saying? Okay. So don't be emailing me being like, I'm, you know, I'm a lesbian and, or I'm gay and I only have sex with men. I'm like, okay, that's fine. I'm not talking about that. Come up to the fifth dimension, motherfucker. Cause that's third dimensional thinking when you're always like, nah, that doesn't align with what I do with my dick or my pussy. Okay. That's great. I'm talking about the merging of energies, not the penis and the vagina, okay? <laughs> so in the third dimension, we have never learned to love ourselves. And on the contrary, we were taught to believe that this is egotistical. So that's what we were all taught in the third dimension is like, you have to love yourself more than others. No, 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 no. In the fifth dimension, you love yourself so much because in the loving yourself so much, you can love others. You cannot love others truly If you do say you love someone and you don't love yourself, it's coming from a third dimensional ego construct. So not loving yourself is egotistic thinking and is what keeps you from being whole and keeps the void within us alive. And energetically, the third dimension is a place of very low vibration and enhances the illusion of separation, duality, and free will in 3D, only one timeline reality is available and we live with the construct and illusion of ego mind of linear time. Our higher self is not integrated into the physical body because it cannot handle the density and low vibrational frequency. It is not, it is connected with us through our spiritual body. But when our energy centers are blocked, right? I talk about chakras all the time. It hardly can get through to us. That's why doing Reiki and doing energy healing and multidimensional healing and all these things that I do is so important. It hardly can get through to us. And that causes the belief that we are separate from God and that God is an outside entity power in three. In, like it says in the Bible, the kingdom of heaven is within us. The kingdom of heaven is within us. The kingdom of heaven is within us. I'm gonna keep saying this to fucking like brainwash you. The kingdom of heaven is within us. You, the king, Heaven is not in the clouds and it's not outside of yourself. It's within you, okay? That's 5D, heaven on earth. In the third dimension, we actually think that our life is based on coincidences, that there is no destiny. And as we are not aware of our true identity, a spiritual being in a physical body, suffering from amnesia, I talk about this so much in my book, as we incarnate into the third dimension, we forget who we truly are and get equipped with an ego mind that is only serving for this incarnation. It cannot remember any of our previous lives because it has not been there with us. That's why also past life regression which i also do and soul retrieval work is so important because so many of the things that we have gone through in our past lives is fucking us up in this lifetime and if we could remember our past lives which we can we can tap into them by doing certain things like past life regression and soul retrieval and learning about epigenetics and learning about ancestral lineage lineage work and you know family of origin work and all these things and i teach all this in my events and in my one-on-one sessions, that is what's going to help us go to the next level, right? Only our cellular structure and DNA carries memory from our family lineage and our soul and higher self knows about our own experiences and past lives. And as long as the ego mind in this lead our heart is closed The connection to our soul is blocked most of the time, and the communication with our higher self and the higher realms of reality can only be felt, not understood with the rational mind. The ego mind is not able to process this amount of energy as long as we are cut off. We cannot feel the truth. We believe our ego mind is supposed to be in the lead, and it is oh so clever, and yes it is, in keeping us away from our true self and keeping us in the veil of illusion, Every time our intuition comes through and expresses our truth, the ego mind shouts out, prove it, bitch. So we shut down again. I can't tell you how many of my clients are like, you know, I thought I should do this, but then my mind said, no, that's crazy. But my intuition said, yes, that's the way. And I tamped my intuition down and I went with my ego and guess what? It fucked me in the ass with no lube. Women, use your intuition. This is a God-given gift. This is part of your divine feminine. This is a part of you being a goddess is you have intuition. Use your third eye. Use your Aj- Ajna center, right? Use use the God and the heaven within you to make decisions. That is living in the fifth dimension. The third dimension is all about like, is this gonna keep me safe? Is this gonna make sure that I don't die? Is this gonna make other people love me, right? So we continue to run around the world in our life blindfolded. And we try to figure out how life works and what we are really doing. And we believe we find the answers to our quest for happiness externally, outside of ourselves. And we adapt to the game and accept the 3D illusions as our reality because everyone does. And this is what I'm talking about when you're caught in the fucking matrix, guys. We suppress the questions about our purpose, our true origin, and our talents and gifts. We must be mistaken to have these questions because everybody else is living according to the same rules. If we would speak out loud our doubts and our true desires, we would just be considered to be an insane human and an unrealistic dreamer. So we just stick to the system the matrix. Not realizing that we have been enslaved as our ego mind has been programmed with all kinds of false beliefs. We do not see that the whole system is a fake matrix based on fear. And fear is what keeps us in the matrix. Like Shaman Durek, I love Shaman Durek. If you don't listen to his podcast, Ancient Wisdom Today, go over there and listen. He is amazing, but he always talks about how we think we're free because we can go buy a dog and we can go to the grocery store, we can go out to dinner and we can fuck whoever we want. But at the end of the day, we are living in a prison with bars that are invisible. You are not free if you're living in the third dimension of reality. And as long as people are kept in fear, you can keep them under control and make money with them. Hello, look what well, look what is going on right now—the vaccinations—and like I don't care how you feel about the vaccines, but it's like none of your fucking business what I'm doing with my body, and it's none of your business what anybody's doing with their body. It's none of your fucking business, okay? And remember, like they're like the one percent who is controlling the ninety-nine percent. They want you to be sick. They want you to be fat. They want you to be unhealthy. They want you to be depressed because they can make motherfucking moolah off of all of you. Do you know how much money the vaccine is making? Do you know how much money the fucking um, fast food world is making? Do you know how much money cancer is making for hospitals and diabetes and all of the, I mean, I could just go on and on and on and on, but it's money, honey, you are a lab fucking rat and they are totally trying you just like you're in a fucking skinner box right now. So when you wake up to the fifth dimensional reality, you know, like, fuck this shit. I don't have to do whatever. I, I don't have to do anything. I'm going to eat right. I'm going to sleep right. I'm going to fuck right. I'm going to shit right. I'm going to pray. I'm going to meditate and I'm not going to label shit and I'm going to drink my water and I'm going to educate myself. So many people are so fucking uneducated and it's like you have at the tip of your finger like a smartphone where you could literally Google anything. And I don't use Google, I use DuckDuckGo, but you know what I'm saying? Like you can search anything. Come on guys, wake the fuck up. They're feeding us a narrative that we think is our reality because we're stuck in the third dimensional matrix. And the other thing is too, is like I said, you know, lots of money, insurances, pharmaceutical, and fashion are just a couple of examples of how money is made with our fears, right? I talk about this in the book, you know, like fast fashion. Like if you're shopping at Zara and Forever 21 and Topshop, first of all, that is making people sick, it's killing people, it's ravaging Mother Earth. But you are made to believe that you have to be like, in fashion 24/7 and you know fashion when my grandmother was growing up was four seasons right you had spring winter fall summer now fashion is 52 seasons a year every week these motherfuckers come out with more and, more and more and more and more and more and more fucking garbage for you to consume to keep you enslaved working to consume to buy shit to make people that you don't even fucking like and that don't even like you like you and it's bullshit wake the fuck up we think we have to improve our status And again and again, to be good enough and earn respect, we don't even realize how much the material world in our possessions are controlling us and are keeping us in dependency. We need to protect what we have reached and make it even more to be prepared for worse times. Like the coronavirus, when we first, when the pandemic first hit and we were like hoarding toilet paper and hoarding food and doing all the shit, like, don't you see that they want that? Because it's going to make more and more and more and more and more and more fucking money. And you're going to live in fear. And you're going to be like, oh my God, I need to wipe my ass. I need to wipe my ass. Get a fucking warm face cloth and wipe your dirty ass, bitch. Stop worrying about toilet paper. But this again is the 1%, the fucking deep state, the dark people, the cabal, whatever the fuck you want to call them. They are doing this to us. And we are allowing it. Ah, <sighs> God help me. The illusion of duality in the third dimension allows us to experience light and darkness, good and bad, joy and despair, better and worse. We have the choice to act as saints or demons. This is actually the only choice we have on this plane, love or fear, light or dark. And that is what free will allows us. As long as we are choosing fear, we are repeating our experiences and patterns until we learn to choose love. That is the beauty of the third dimension. And once we learn to choose love permanently, we come to what the spiritual world would refer to us as enlightenment. As our frequency raises significantly, we stay in the field of light and love, and that way we overcome our ego mind's limits. We learn to let our heart and soul take over the lead in transforming our ego into a free spirit, and we learn how the universal energies work and how we can create our reality. We understand that we had the steering wheel in front of us all the time and we just did not see it. We learn that there are no victims or perpetrators. There are only teachers and mirrors that help us see what we need to see about ourselves and help us grow. We do not have to wait until we die to go to the light. We can do that while being in this human body. That is the third dimension. Okay, the fourth dimension. Most people in the spiritual world call it the magical dream world. The fourth dimension is the spiritual dream world. It is also called the astral plane. It is the home of the spiritual and the conspiracy narratives, the galactics, the archangels, the dragons, the reptilians, the Atlantis, the Lumerians, the shadow government, the cabal, etc. It is a dimension that is less dense and much more fluid than the third dimension, but still has only one timeline reality it also hosts the illusion of duality the spiritual ego and thus far th- and thus fear is able to exist here in the fourth dimension 4d is still perceived from the outside in and we still believe we are driven and endangered by outside reality. Linear time becomes a lot more fluid here. So imagine it to be a stream of energy hosting all events of one particular timeline, the same timeline that is available in the third dimension. We usually visit this plane naturally during the night. Here in our dream states, anything is possible. A mouse can be transformed into a lion. We can fly or breathe underwater. We can fuck Jason Momoa. (laughs) We can fuck The Rock. (laughs) we can be in many places at the same time and have conversations with weird creatures. It's almost like Alice in Wonderland land. And the mom are grave. Do you remember? In Alice in Wonderland, all those like little weird doodads that she was like, she was like Tweedledee and Tweedledum and the Mad Hatter and fucking all this shit. That's the fourth dimension. We can travel into the past and into the future. We can experience astral travel and are able to access this plane also during the day. I've been astral traveling since I was born. I live, my soul lives mostly outside of my body. I don't know if I'm going to just say this. So when I'm like right here, I'm, I'm doing this podcast, like my soul is in the corner of my closet looking down upon me. And I've always, always lived like that. And there's almost like this energetic tether that's just tying my soul to my body. And that's how I've always lived. And I didn't know it until recently that this was not most people's reality. Like I would talk to people about it and they'd be like, what the fuck are you talking about, bitch? And that's just how I've always been my whole entire life. So this can become so real that we actually experience out-of-body adventures or intense sexual encounters in our dreams, right? This is the plane that shamans and ancient civilizations travel to to find out more and connect to the spiritual realms. You want to read a good book about this? It's called Anna, Grandmother of Jesus. Such a good book by Claire, oh God, Claire Story Song or Claire Heart Song. So Anna Grandmother of Jesus by Clear Heart Song. And they talk all about this kind of stuff in the book. It's amazing, amazing book that she channeled. So many, um, many of these journeys give these shamans, access to the underworld and the upper world. So when you're doing shamanic work, they're accessing the upper and the lower parts of the world, right? So some people will call this heaven and hell, but the shamans don't say that. And many of them use drugs and plant medicine and special trance ceremonies to get themselves there. And depending on the energetic vibrational frequency of people, traveling in the astral plane can be very loving and exciting or very scary and a fearful experience. You hear like um, a lot of these people take, you know plant medicine like ayahuasca and spiritual dr- drugs and that takes them into the fourth dimension and some of them will have these amazing trips where they're like oh my god I did ayahuasca in the jungle of Peru and it like totally changed my life I have so many friends that have done it and um it opened me up to all these things I would never do that I don't look down on anyone that does it I think it's amazing I am just like that is not who I am in my in my reality and I feel like I can access that through my breath work that I do every day and my meditations. And that's just who I am. And that's what I teach in my protocols. And that's just, you know, if you want to go do ayahuasca, like don't ever ask me, I'm never going to do it. But I think you're fucking awesome to do it. Good for you. So, Nevertheless, traveling to the astral plane can be very insightful to learn more about ourselves and about our purpose and about our fears as we can get into close exchange with our higher self. No matter how far we travel in this dimension, we always stay in this particular timeline storyline. On this plane, it is also possible to tap into the collective consciousness through the altered mind and learn more from there. The astral realm is a place where light and darkness come into conflict easily. Dark magic has its place here. Dreamwalkers, for example, can influence us on this plane easily when we are still full of fear and have not learned yet to set healthy energetic boundaries, i.e., when we are able to create our own light and sustain it so that simply absorbs the darkness. Most people do not remember their astral Experiences consciously, which makes it even harder to detect energetic manipulations. The fourth dimension connects light and dark. On this plane, we can protect us only by applying the energetic universal laws. I'm going to talk about the energetic universal laws in a future podcast because I think it's very important and I think it goes hand in hand with everything that we're talking about here. And my goal and my aspirations and my intentions is always just to educate you guys further and you guys can make your own decision on what feels right to you. So, as there are no human laws or regulations for control, we still have not realized that there is no need to protect in the higher dimensions of unconditional love. Protection is a fear-based reaction. And when our frequency is naturally high, protection becomes irrelevant as we don't create any fear-based situations in our outside reality. Like I love to use crystals and stuff for protection, but in the in the higher dimensions of reality, you don't need those things mentally to protect yourself. You just use them because it's fun. And you're just like, oh, this is pretty and it's fun. That's it. Okay. And on that note, people of a higher frequency are not experiencing the astral plane consciously at all. That is why they often feel alone or think that they imagine their awakening and ascension because they don't have all of these crazy experience other people get so excited about. These people's bodies' frequency is already higher than the fourth dimensional frequency from birth on. Higher frequency people often experience an unexplainable fatigue during their whole 3D existence because the difference between the the third density frequencies and the much lighter 5D frequencies causes permanent friction, and the body has a hard time to deal with it. They go through 3D programming just as everyone, although they often have a much stronger feeling of this is not right, what is happening here, and are questioning and sabotaging the system often. So like, even when I was a little girl, I was like, what the fuck is going on here? Like this is fucked up. Or I would look out the window when I was a little girl and I would be like, when am I real family coming to get me? Like this is doesn't feel right. And I and as you know, I love my mom and dad and they're amazing, but I always knew like my soul was not from earth. My soul was from a star, a a star or a a constellation or a, another planet or another timeline or another reality. I I always knew. And so what happens is sometimes like people like me will be like, oh my God, yeah, I'm jumping timelines. I'm doing all this weird shit. And then other people are like, oh, uh, I'm not doing that. So I must not be woke. But you are woke. You almost, I always call it like homesickness. Like when you live in the third dimensional reality, but your soul is already built in higher dimensions of reality, you might feel this homesickness here during your Earth's experience. I don't know if that makes sense to you, but take it, sit with it, let it integrate. So a lot of higher frequency people look, a lot of, (coughs) excuse me, a lot of higher frequency people look back on alcohol and drug careers because they are not able to cope with density well and they are denying their spiritual gifts and talents. So pretty much a lot of people who are in this realm They love alcohol and drugs because it numbs them out and it helps them not feel this abrasion. But the problems with drugs and alcohol, like I've talked about on um, other podcasts, are because they are a much lower frequency than these people's bodies and it can cause permanent anxieties and depression and even real horror trips when using a drug or plant medicine. Higher frequency people do not experience nightmares. They can have panic attacks and thought spirals before going to sleep or when they are half awake dozing, but their dreams, if they remember them at all, are always taking place in the higher dimensions of reality like 5D and above. Those dreams cannot contain fear or darkness as those are the planes of unconditional love. So if you are having nightmares during the night, you're, in, you're stuck in the 3D. And you're not in these higher dimensions of frequency. You're just not. And some of you might be have one toe in the 4D and one toe in the uh, 3D. So they're experiencing their ascension differently in a much more subtle, heartfelt way. And once their awakening is initiated and they open up to their spirituality, the process usually happens faster than average and they cleanse the 3D programming quite quickly as their system wants to return to its natural frequency as quickly as possible once initiated. So really in the fourth dimensional frequency is that, Is the jump over from 3D to 5D where you're cleansing the old shit, you're getting rid of the old programming, you're waking up to the matrix and you're like, something is fucking wrong here. Let me go and do the ambitious things. Let me meditate. Let me do breath work. Let me eat a certain way. Let me be a certain way. And then through those precepts and principles, you can get to those higher dimensions of frequency like the fifth dimension. So they simply lose a few minutes and are cold and confused after such an experience, when they're going through these higher vibrational frequency initiations, what happens is it's almost like you become a clear cognizant and it's like you know things and you don't know why you know things. You're like, what the fuck? Where is this coming from? And after that happens, you get like this cold and confused, like weird feeling and there is no better or worse of being of high frequency or not. And these experiences are simply just different, okay? So you also start to really step into your claircognizant, your clairaudience, your clairsentient, all of your different gifts start to really awaken in the fourth dimension. And the last dimension we're going to talk about, which is the dimension that I choose to live on as much as possible. I go back to the three and four D sometimes, but mostly I'm here in the fifth dimension, which is, they call it the plane of light. Of all the higher dimensions, the fifth dimension is the last one of pure light and unconditional love, i.e. source energy on the way down before entering the realms of limitations and duality. This is the dimension beyond linear time that means that many different timelines and realities are available to access. Remember how I was talking about Kronos and Kairos on a past podcast? That's what I'm talking about. Reality is perceived consciously as our own creation from the inside out. Physical existence is still possible on this plane, although the body is lighter and of a different cellular structure. Remember on the last podcast, I was talking about a crystalline structure. That is why when you're in the fifth dimension, your food changes. You do breath work. You do meditation. You do all these spiritual things because you know that those the, those practices are what help, helps you stay in these higher vibrational frequencies and realities, right? When the physical body is fully transformed into this structure, there is no pain, Further, there is no fear. It is the plane of unconditional love and abundance manifesting in the physical. Our higher self has been fully integrated into our physical body and has taken over the guidance. This feels very different from the just channeling the higher self or the other entities. For the first time in your higher self, it will move into the physical body fully and it's quite overwhelming and I've been through it and it is, it is quite overwhelming um, it is an intense energetic flow of unconditional love, and everything feels light and at ease. It's almost like you're like, whoa, this can't be real because this is too easy. And you start to like question because you're like, life isn't supposed to be this easy. But that's how we were programmed as a child. Like, life is hard, everything's difficult, life sucks, then you die. I don't know if you've ever heard that before, but I heard it when I was a child. And in the fifth dimension, like, everything is beautiful, everything is love, everything is life, and everything is you manifest can happen with the snap of a finger. So before the higher self can be fully anchored into the physical body, the healing of all bodies, which means the mental, the emotional and the physical, must be it must take place, okay? And that's about remembering who we are at our whole at in our wholeness really. And this has to be completed before we really level up to the fifth dimension. So your higher self will slip in and out for a while, which is why most people feel like I'm going back to the third, I'm going back to the fourth. Yes, you're integrating into these higher levels of frequency into the fifth dimension. So don't fuck with it. Let it happen. Stop questioning it, (laughs) you know, because if you do, you'll move into the state of dimensional reality permanently. You will know when your higher self is integrated, when you do not question the universal flow and you just simply just trust your journey and you fucking surrender. You do not feel the need to interfere or control the flow anymore because in the fifth dimension, all of our actions are based on love. It is the plane of oneness where we feel the connection to everything and everyone around us, including the holy source energy. In the fifth dimension, we live in unity consciousness. So there is no color. There is no race. There is no sex. There is no creed. There is nothing. We are just here. We're just human beings. We are just spiritual beings that chose to come here and have a human experience. That's it. That's it. That's it. So if you feel like you have to label, you're not living in the fifth dimension. You're not living in Christ consciousness. I mean, could you see if Jesus was like, Oh, I can't. I can't cure that fucking whore. I mean, she's a whore. I can't. I can't cure this leper. He's Egyptian. I can't cure this person. He's black. No, no. That's what Christ consciousness is. You don't see anything else. You just know that everyone here is here because they're spiritual beings that chose to come here and have a human experience so that they could evolve their souls on this three dimensional earth plane into higher dimensions of reality. Who? Someone stop me. So (laughs) we live in unity consciousness, but we still recognize ourselves as individuals as part of a whole. Like we're like a drop of water in the ocean. That's what I always think of. We do not feel that we get information from our guides, angels, or star family through channeling anymore. Now it comes much more intuitively and subtle from within as we have become one with all that there is. And in the beginning, it feels as if we were disconnected until we get used to the new way of being connected. On this plane of reality, remember who we truly are and are aware of our eternal soul. Manifestation is easy and the life of our dreams is our reality. In the fifth dimension, everything comes without an effort as we have rediscovered that the universal energetic flow always guides us perfectly. There are no limits and we live in complete freedom and complete authenticity. We share unconditionally. As there is no fear, there is no aging, and there is no illness. We live as long as we want until we decide to leave the body, and this happens smoothly and without any pain. You know, in the Bible, in Genesis, they talk about Methuselah, age 762 years. Enoch, age 362 day, like 62 years. These, This is what they were talking about in the book of Genesis. Back then, they could live forever. Because they were not doing three-dimensional shit to themselves, okay? They talk a lot about this in that book, Anna, Grandmother of Jesus. We're not meant to die, guys. It's the things that we're doing and thinking and acting like is what's killing ourselves and hurting ourselves and hurting our souls. Now, I have not mastered this yet, but I'm working on it. So living in the fifth dimension means living from the heart and the heart only. We connect through our hearts and can feel the connection and love instantly. In the fifth dimension, our sexual desires change as we have reached our internal balance between the masculine and the feminine energy balances. We have become androgynous energetically. Sexual energies can be experienced without physical contact with others. They can be created by the individual. Therefore, sex does not happen out of the neediness or of lust anymore, but becomes a sharing between two whole people that resonate on the same energetic vibrational frequency level or it is experienced alone and is just as beautiful in additional in addition, The third energy, the divine energy, is part of this experience and sexuality becomes the holy trinity in perfect equilibrium. It is the most powerful energy of creation. Therefore, it is not surprising that sex in the third dimension was defined to be something shameful and sinful and to keep people from discovering their true creative power. Once someone has raised the their own frequency to a fifth dimensional level. The return to the lower dimensions is not possible anymore unless the soul chooses it con- consciously. This was the choice of a lot of star seeds and angelic beings who who took to help humanity ascend on the third dimensional level. So, I believe I'm a star seed that chose to come down here. I believe that I'm an indigo, and that I chose to come down here uh, in the '80s to help. Be part of the transition team. Some people are crystal children. Some people are um, rainbow children. Some people are Arcturians or they're from the Pleiades or they're from Sirius. That is what like ancient Egyptians talk about, you know, the belt of Orion and Isis and Osiris and, you know, the Anunnaki. And like, I'm not going to go into crazy too much today. I can do this on another podcast if you are interested. But like, dude, a lot of us here are not from here. We chose to come here to help raise the consciousness because where our souls come from in the stars and other dimensions and other planets, we don't have this three-dimensional bullshit. So we innately know how to help humanity evolve. So when people are in 5D, they are, they are immune to low vibrational frequencies and the resonance of them. So I always tell people, if you get sick, It's because your body is vibrating at a low frequency that is the same frequency as whatever illness, disease, or virus that you're contracting. So if you keep your levels vibrating high in the fifth dimension, you can't get sick. You can't be ill. Like, yeah, do I get tired every once in a while? Yeah, my physical body does, but I really don't get sick. I just don't. I used to all the time. I used to be sick every month. I always had like strep throat, some kind of cold, some kind of flu, some kind of fucking ass itch. I don't get that anymore. So people in the fifth dimension, they don't attract darkness and they always live in the light and they live in the light exclusively. They cannot be seen by people in the 3D if they have not already started their own ascension process and are open to higher frequencies. That is when duality and linear time are dissolving and all that there is left is the now. All experiences are embraced with gratitude as the soul knows that everything has a purpose for its own growth and expansion of consciousness. So even if bad things happen to you in the fifth-dimensional reality, you're like, oh, thank you for teaching me. What's the lesson? Oh, great. Contact with extraterrestrials and angelic beings become easy and is integrated into the daily experience. Do you guys... Check out my Instagram and see the angels that have been chilling in my yard and hanging out at Casa de Babine since my shaman and I have been doing like deep, deep, deep work on the land to heal the land and to heal like all the vibrational frequencies. And my shaman is one of the top geomancers in the world. And he comes here and he aligns the frequencies to all of the different dragon points and all the different ley lines that connect to Stonehenge and the pyramids, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. I mean, like this shit is real. And if you're like listening to me right now and you're like, this shit is crazy, turn off the bitch's podcast because it's just going to get weirder from here because I am in the 5D. Hello. Hello from another dimension. Hello. Bring me to your leader. <laughs> Bring me to your leader. <laughs> so... Like I said, the contact with ETs and angelic beings and God and whatever you believe in become easy and it's integrated into the daily experience. We receive information directly from source and And telepathy, teleportation, and telekinesis become possible. We realize that we are an aspect of Source and we were never ever separated. The fifth dimension is the dimension of deep trust and an inner knowing that everything is happening perfectly. And on this plane of reality, we have learned to let go and go with the flow and let Source work through us to create miracles. There is no need to be right in the 5D as there is no ego. Remember, how do you think Jesus turned water into wine and healed the sick and raised people from the dead and all this fucking crazy shit? Because he was Christ and he had Christ consciousness and he was living in higher dimensions of reality. That's why he could do what he did. There's people on this earth right now that can do what God did and what Jesus did and what Buddha did and what Allah did and what all the, you know, all these other ascended masters have done and still do in other dimensions of reality. So, When we let go of our ego, it means that our ego has transcended into a free spirit and it is working hand in hand with body and soul. And in the fifth dimension, we do not take anything personally anymore from people who are not able to align with that plane yet. Like people just do shit where it's like, oh, aren't they cute? They're living in 3D. Oh, a little bless their little souls. We know about their own baggage and we know about their journeys and we don't judge them or blame them or try to dangle them, but we just give them love unconditionally because we know that they are part of the whole that we are living in. We know that there is no danger, so we know that there is no need for protection. We know that our lights are bright and they're so bright that it absorbs the darkness automatically. In the fifth dimension, we live according to the universal energetic laws, knowing that we create what we think. Remember, it says in the Bible, thought, word, and deed, create our reality. Hello Come on, guys, wake the fuck up. This shit's been taught to you since like, I don't even know when. There are no man-made rules. There are no man-made laws because people fully trust the energetic flow and trust the universal laws and where it takes and guides them. There is no need for possessions or status as there is no competition and there is nothing to compare. So that's why I hate social media because social media everyone is comparing themselves to each other and not enoughness and there's never enough and there's lack and there's all this shit and that is why the the social media is a three dimensional construct and that's why I left Facebook and you know I use Instagram very 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 sparingly and that's why I created my own social media app where it's fifth dimensional Come over, go onto the KBMC website and sign up for our community. You will be fucking like next level when you do that. You will feel so connected to all that there is and you will know what I'm talking about that it is not a three-dimensional tool, it's a fifth-dimensional tool. So we love ourselves and we appreciate ourselves individually and as part of a whole. And we know that our needs are always met and we are always taken care of and gratitude is always present, present in the fifth dimension. When we live in the 5D permanently, we have, are in a state of enlightenment. So we have enlightenment and we are, we are living in a state of enlightenment. No wonder that it's referred to heaven on earth. Heaven on earth. Okay, so since I've been doing all this work, I have realized that there are certain things that I was doing with my company or that were still very 3D. So I have decided to kibosh all of my programs And the only programs that are being offered right now are Spirit Days, it's once a month. If weather permits, they're at my home. 5D, which is all about how to get into the 5D to live in this fifth dimensional reality through breath work, through meditation, through sound healing, through food, through exercise, through yoga, and through our practices and our boundaries and everything that I talk about in the Ambitious uh, book and all of the things that I preach and teach. And there's also the fifth dimensional protocol mentorship, which is everything I just said. Plus you get a one-on-one session with me where we can do anything from soul retrieval to create your perfect meal plan, to do healing, to uh, get into your three-dimensional life and get rid of the old programming. So that's it. That's all Katie Boyd offers now. Spirit Days, 5DP, 5DP mentorship. There is nothing else. So if you're ready to go to the fifth dimension, head on over to kbmfc.com, fill out the 5DP questionnaire, and then hop on a call with me. We can Zoom, we can get on the phone together. It doesn't matter to me. But we will unpack everything and we will see if you are truly ready to go to the fifth dimension. So head on over to kbmfc.com, fill out that 5DP questionnaire, get a, a phone call, a Zoom call scheduled with me so we can start working on getting you to awaken and to experience the fifth dimension of reality and maybe even higher if if that's what you desire. So I know this was a lot of information, but I'm not fucking around. I mean, I'm here to awaken and I'm here to help people awaken and live life ambitiously. And that's what I'm gonna be here doing every week. So please, please, please tag me on Instagram, share this with your friends. Get on over to my app on Mighty Networks just by going over to the website and signing up for the community. And I will see you when I see you. And don't forget to stay ambitious.